Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show, 93 WIBC. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. Also joining us live in studio, the gun guy, Guy Relford, host of the Gun Guy Show, licensed firearms instructor, Second Amendment attorney. Guy, how are you? Always, I'm great. And thanks as always to our sponsor, Fort Liberty Firearms in Avon, 8401 East Highway 36. Great place to buy firearms, ammunition, or accessories. Check out my buddies at the fort at fortlibertyfirearms.com. So the city of Indianapolis settling a lawsuit, a civil suit, yeah. with the family of Dre Sean Reed. This is three years after all this happened. Uh, it's looking like it was like, what, $390,000 hammer? Is that how yeah. much it was? Um, just initial thoughts on on the settlement and, and where where you think maybe the city has gone wrong here in settling this case. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I represented DeJure Mercer, Officer Mercer, in a, in a different context. I didn't have anything to do with this lawsuit, and but I got very deep into the details of that shooting. And uh, and I can tell you with 100% certainty, as I think everybody in Indianapolis knows, DeJure Mercer's a hero. Now, for and those who don't know, DeJure Mercer is the officer the that officer. shot Dreshawn Reed. Yes, thank you for that clarification, Hammer. That's exactly right. Um, but uh, but he's a hero, and he defended his life. And the, the Indiana State Police, after a very thorough investigation, uh, proved that. They had video, for crying out loud, of the shooting. That's why there, there was never, I don't think, any serious consideration of criminal charges against Officer Mercer, because he did exactly what he needed to do to protect the citizens of Indianapolis and his own life. And uh, he did his job, and he's a hero, and he was awarded uh, as a hero uh, by IMPD. And then um, there's a civil suit, and and the family of, and forgive me, but the family of the dead criminal uh, are now going to get almost $400,000, and that's upsetting to me. And this is such a slap in the face to law enforcement, who already in Marion County with the IMPD have low morale because of who the mayor is and who the prosecutor is, and the fact they keep letting criminals out in this revolving door of the justice system, they had one of their own shot at. And we know this because there was a fantastic press conference put on by law enforcement that broke down frame by frame what happened, the shell casings, matching the gun, and everything. These officers were shot at by Dreshawn Reed, and now the mother of somebody that tried to murder a cop is going to get almost $400,000. Yeah, and i got to tell you, I'm the author uh, of the new self-defense immunity bill that we have in Indiana that's specifically addressed, specifically designed to address this situation, which is that if you're a criminal and, and, and you're attacking a victim and the victim defends themselves, that that, that victim and, and their employer, by the way, who uses force against you is immune from civil liability. And that's why we wrote the statute, was to cover this exact situation. It applies to private citizens, and it certainly applies to police officers and their employer, which would be the city of Indianapolis. And, and, and apparently there was a legal fight, because this case was in federal court, and there was a legal fight over whether that statute applied to a, a case in federal court or not. And the, without 
boring people with too much in the weeds on the legal details, you know, the substantive law of the state in which you're located applies to a, a, a case in civil court. I would think that would certainly apply here. So we specifically wrote it. So, so bad guys or the family of deceased bad guys can't turn around and sue their victims, or in this case, their victim and their employers, in order to recover money from that. That's why we wrote it. That's why the General Assembly passed it. It's been successful across the board in state courts in Indiana. And I, I, for the life of me, as an attorney who does this for a living, I can't figure out why that didn't provide a basis to get this case dismissed. Only in Marion County can a law-abiding citizen be forced to pay more money in property taxes, but yet the mother of somebody who tried to murder a cop gets a $400,000 payday. Yeah, I, I honestly don't get it. And look, I wasn't part of that case. Um, I don't know uh, anything about the negotiations. And, you know, there were lawyers involved. I'm sure they were good lawyers. And, and I shouldn't be second-guessing what they're doing, not being directly involved. But none of this makes sense to me. And frankly, it's upsetting to me. Well, what, what would have happened? Take me down the road of what would have happened if they didn't settle the city didn't settle what would that have looked like you have a trial you go to trial and at the end of the day you settle because you don't want to go to trial or because you get such a good deal that it makes no sense to go to trial so and 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 the evaluation that any trial lawyer goes through in a civil case in terms of what potential liability there can be, you say, okay, you go to your client, you say, here's the total downside if we would lose this trial. However, here's the likelihood that we would lose. And you do a little math. There's a, it's a million-dollar case, but there's a 5% chance that we're, that we're, that we're going to lose. Okay, that gives you a settlement value. Then, if, you, if you're self-insured, there's not an insurance company involved, you add in defense costs as potential another factor that makes you want to settle. At the end of the day, you can say, look, this is a good evaluation of our risk. This makes more sense than bearing the risk of going to trial and losing. That's what a settlement decision is always based on. So I'm going to read you a statement from the IMPD. And again, i got people... To, uh, sending us tweets, who's responsible for this payout, who made the call. I believe it was a city attorney. The city attorney for the city of Indianapolis made the call, but this is the statement from the IMPD, quote, the decision to settle was not a decision made lightly. However, there are risks in taking a case to jury trial, particularly one that involves a death. It is incumbent upon the city to be good stewards of public funds and limit risks to taxpayers. Yeah, see, that's the exact uh, analysis I was just going through. What are your risks of going to trial? What's the total downside? What's the likelihood of that downside occurring? And then do you also save some defense costs? The city, I'm sure, has liability insurance too, so there may be an insurance company uh, whispering in people's ear in terms of um, their potential exposure under a liability policy. But it just feels like such a slap in the face to law enforcement. I think a lot of people, again, people that I've spoken with since Friday when this news broke said, I would rather have my tax dollars go for this trial than to reward somebody for being the mother of somebody who tried to murder an officer because now what's the motivation for somebody that's down to their last straw here? I'm going to get in a shootout with the cop. Right. I'm either yeah. going to get shot and killed and go out in a blaze of glory and maybe my family gets paid or I kill the cop and get away with it. You have laid the groundwork here for these lunatics to try to do this more and more, I believe. And keep in mind the context we're talking about here, Jason, because I, I agree 100% with everything you just said. The context here is a guy that's in a high-speed chase in Indianapolis, including the assistant chief, by the way, who's Facebook-living 
the 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 high speed chase where in that video of his Facebook Live, you can see the gun that he had in his possession. And it was a customized one that you can't mistake. It was mistake. very distinctive. It had a gold slide, as I like recall. Like a big orange slide, I believe. Yeah, it was, yeah and it, but it had an extended magazine, so it was a very distinctive gun. You can see the gun. Before he pulls over, he goes, you know, basically, I'm going to start shooting now, is what I recall, uh, and I'm not going to jail today. And then gets out of his car. There's video. There's a brief chase. Their officers try to use a, a taser on him that, that is ineffective. The guy starts shooting. The bad guy starts shooting. Officer Mercer returns fire as a hero, saves his own life, saves other officers' life, and who knows uh, who, how many other lives in the process. And then now the city's paying that family of that guy who did all of that almost $400,000. That's repugnant to me. And it's the same Drayshon Reed who in another video on his social media feed was driving through a neighborhood just firing his weapon at Ugh. random outside. Who had an open warrant, I believe, too. That's going back a few months. That's my recollection. Uh, so, yeah, none of this feels good. You know, it's a, it, it, it's always a mathematical calculation and an evaluation of risk that any anybody any party in a civil lawsuit goes through. But I cannot believe the city's evaluation was there was a significant likelihood of losing this case if they took it to trial. To me, either have the cojones to take a case to trial, to have the courage of your convictions, to give it to that jury, make your arguments to that jury about why there should be no liability, or you turn around and you bail out and you pay a settlement. I think that is exactly the latter is exactly what happened here. It's funny. Now, all of a sudden, the city is concerned about my tax dollars. Yeah, now, right, yeah, all of right. a sudden, they're going to be the voices of reason to make sure that I save money. This is ridiculous. <laughs> well, and I'll throw one more thing in, because you know what? I, I didn't just represent DeJure Mercer. I also became his friend, um, and, and I've been, I think, a bit of a confidant to him. And i got to tell you the thing, and I've not talked to him about this issue, um, but the thing that pains me is is the idea that that this is some implication that the city thinks he did something wrong because if yeah. anybody is going to take that message away that's a travesty because he's a hero and he did nothing wrong he defended himself and his city and the city should have stood behind him in that context in my mind i will say that the impd also released a statement on officer mercer uh saying that reaching a settlement does not imply an admission of liability this is from chief randall taylor and he says he also believes officer DeJure mercer was lawfully defending himself during the fatal encounter sure i mean we all know that the video proved that indiana state police as you said jason had an awesome press conference where they laid out the evidence because they knew there was going to be you know a blank storm after they came out and said no criminal charges so they laid out why that was and we can all say no admission of liability and and that's true i'm sure the settlement documents say exactly that but four hundred thousand dollars is still four hundred thousand dollars and people are going to draw conclusions from that that part of it is what's heartbreaking to me uh, Todd Rakita, state of Indiana, have joined this lawsuit against the ATF guy. Uh, let's back up just a little bit. What is this lawsuit? Yeah, and you, you guys and I have talked about pistol braces, but what happened is the ATF just reversed 10 years of policy, did a complete 180, came out and said, if you put one of these pistol braces, which is designed uh, to basically shoot a pistol one-handed, if you put one of those uh, on your pistol, you've now converted it to a quote-unquote short-barreled rifle that has to be registered under the National Firearms Act, just like a machine gun um, or, or a sawed-off shotgun, quote-unquote. Um, and, and, and in doing that, they completely reversed prior rulings, prior determinations that they'd made, and they're trying to make 
up to, Gun Owners of America says, 40 million Americans make them felons overnight if, if they don't Jeez. run in and register these firearms. Because really, most of these people, Guy, just wanted to have a steady shot. And now, right. now 40 million people are, are going to be viewed as Al Capone by the government. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and literally, because that's where the NFA came from. It was from, uh, you know, it's called the National Firearms Act of 1934. It was motivated by gangster activities. Um, and and, and it's, it, it's a 180 by, by ATF. Uh, that upset a lot of people, I think. And, and, and the other thing is, it was done by an executive agency as opposed to Congress changing the law. And that's the big issue. Secondly, there's a there's an Adults with Disabilities Act issue because the, the braces were designed to allow um, people missing limbs, hmm. disabled veterans included, to be able to shoot larger guns one-handed. Um, which, which are still pistols, but allows you to shoot them one-handed. ATF came out and said, no, we don't think so. So there, there's been litigation across the country, and I was very pleased to see Todd Rukita, who has been very strong on Second Amendment. In fact, uh, he's going to be on my show this weekend. Um, and uh, to come out and say, no, Indiana, uh, through its attorney general, wants to join the, the litigation against ATF to say, you know what, as an, as an administrative agency and part of the executive branch, you just can't come out and legislate and make millions of Americans criminals. If anybody has any questions or they want to continue this conversation, how do they find you? RelfordLaw.com. Best way to get a hold of me, RelfordLaw.com. Guy, Thanks, you're man. the best. Thank you. Thanks, guys. This is the Hammer and Nigel Show.